All right, we're starting this. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is uh, Common Sense. We just got done taking a little uh, long vacation. And we were in... We, we were selling wizard supplies at a renaissance fair, if you must know, for six weeks. And then we went camping for the last three and now we're getting ready to play an event, a Magic Fest GP this weekend. And I won't say where. You'll just have to hope that you know which one we're going to. Whatever. Uh, we're only there to play Popper, of course, because that is all we care about. As anything else is just too expensive. And we should be able to one day play World Championships with our $60 decks. Anyway, you want to say hello, Kristen? Hey, what's up, people? <laughs> um, Alright, so we're going over the league results for uh, the last few events we've had since we had... Uh, Arkham's Astrolabe has been banned. Um, that happened back on... Uh, what, when did that happen? Uh, I think October 21st. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that's when it was. I remember that day well. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be another ban announcement on the 18th. That'll probably just be Oko, for those of you who care about that sort of crap. Uh, so, sell your Okos off now. Nah, I don't know. Don't, don't count on me on that. I have no idea. But I would guess that they're going to definitely ban Oko uh, in standard uh, on the 18th. But for those going to um, any events between now and then, just bring your Oko standard deck and, uh, yeah, you should be all right uh, playing against yourself there. All right, so enough about that. Let's get back to the subject at hand. We have Popper League results that just came out. Um, looking at, we have a lot of, it would seem that everything's tied up. Okay, now I don't play Moto, but from what I gather, either players can risk their winnings to get a 7-0, and they get like probably either, if they lose, they get basically nothing, and if they win, then they get everything. So I would assume it's like going to a GP where you can play three rounds if you'd like, but if you've won the first two rounds, you get 200 tickets. You can play that third round, and if you lose, you only get 100 tickets. If you win, though, you get 300 tickets. So I would assume that that was what was going on today on this online challenge. Uh, this is a league result, not a challenge result. I don't really know the difference. Like I said, I don't play Moto and uh, or MTGO for those of you who also don't play. I play with paper cards because I don't like... So it's too much division if you ask me. Either play paper or you can play online. Eventually I'll get online. The community really gives a damn. My community will one day, perhaps. Alright, anyway. So we have... Let's see, what do we have? I'm trying to get these up correctly. Alright, so just to briefly tell you guys what got 5-0 this week, we have Esper Familiars. These are not in any particular order. Burn, Blue Black Control, number one, Affinity, 
Blue-Black Reanimator, Mono-Blue Control, Red Deck Winds, Blue-Black Delver, Bogles, Elves, number one, Mono-Black Devotion, Forest Bully, Blue-Black Control, number two, Is It Delver, Jeskai Ephemerate, number one, using Witching Well and Incinerates, I don't know why that was listed in there, whatever, uh, Fogtron, Forest Monarch, Black-White Pestilence Midrange, Corrupt Control, Black-White Pestilence Control, Jeskai Ephemerate, number two, Blue-Black Delver, number two, Stompy, Blue-Red Control, Elves number two, blue white familiars, mono white heroic. So, yep, there's a whole bunch of variety. It seems like everything is just, uh, it's anybody's game again. However, the, the challenge, I guess the challenge event is when you can get 7 0. I, I don't know, because on the third, we had a challenge event. Um, and the top deck of that was Tron. Now, this Tron list that I'm looking at was made by Hampus 1. And that one's got three Seagate Oracle, four Stonehorn Dignitary, Mnemonic Wall, three Mnemonic Wall, four Mole Drifter, three Denrova Horror, one Condescend, two Ephemerate, three Moments Peace, one Prohibit, one Compulsive Research, two Jessica Ghostly Flicker. <laughs> One Pulse of Marasa, two Mystical Teachings, four Expedition Map, four Prophetic Prism, and then it gets interesting with four Caves of Temptation, or Cave of Temptation, sorry. One Remote Isle, one Thornwood Falls, four Tranquil Cove, and then of course four Urza's Mine, four Urza's Power Plant, and four Urza's Tower. With the sideboard of three Dispel, four Hydroblast, two Pyroblast, two Red Elemental Blast, one Ancient Grudge, two Lone Missionary, and one Moment's Peace. So, this deck is uh, just your contemporary Fog Loop Tron. Um, with, a, with a hardy four Expedition map and four Prophetic Prism. Although uh, there's not a lot of color filtering. Uh, they do have the four Caves Cave of Temptation. Uh, obviously, you you know, just want to loop that, uh, yeah, loop the, I mean, you got the Denrova Horrors, the three of those are pretty good in there, and that can, that can be a good one. I personally have been playing these past, this past week, um, we've been holding a little miniature tournament, uh, me and Pearson have, um, off camera because... My equipment is not up to par, and we're still trying to figure out what our next camera will be. Um, but uh, it seems that Tron is a, a definitely a good pick if uh, you're going to like a paper event. But I don't know uh, the version we play was pretty much like the one I just read off, except it has Olamog's Crusher in it. And it's blue-white. Now, with all that being said, Stompy's uh, definitely a very good choice still. There's been games where Stompy gets in and gets the job done by turn four, and it's too... Too late for 
trying to get anything on online. So if you're not playing super fast aggro stuff, I don't know that burn could get there, but there's still a lot of people playing burn. Right now the meta is... Thanks for that notification about nothing phone. I need to verify my contact. No thanks, Google. Alright, anyway. Yeah. Agro Stompy is 12% of the meta with Boros right behind that at nine and a quarter and burn. And then right behind that is Tron. And then Amardu Boros with affinity behind that, else behind that, mono black control, then white black pestilence. And um white black pestilence is the people aren't playing around Guardian of the Guild gate guild pact enough, I don't think. That deck really just gets in there. Um Um, okay, sure. I don't know exactly where we were on this, but I was just telling him that I'm probably not going to play Burn in the tournament because, I don't know, I just don't want to play it and get my ass beat, so. Well, you did that in Tampa in March, and that didn't go very well either. You switched to Monoblock Control on the second day. Yeah, I wasn't playing Burn very well back then, though, and also the Burn deck wasn't as good as it is. No, but I'm just saying, I don't know. With Skewer the Critics. Yeah. That was a game changer for Burn, but uh, I'll tell you what. That oh, actually, I was thinking more so Thermo Alchemist and stuff, not really Skewer the Critics. I don't know. Yeah, having Thermo Alchemist definitely helps. It's it's kind of almost like you want a mulligan to have <laughs> one in your hand so you can just like start doubling down on your spells. To be honest, if I had all my cards with me, which I don't, I would probably end up... Taking the Mole Drifter, uh, Tron, Stonehorn Dignitary, that that sort of deck to the tournament. Um, yeah, it's pretty efficient when you can lock your opponent out of a combat phase. I mean, or else. <laughs> then it's like the only thing you can do is burn your opponent. So it's almost like if you're not stomping real quick before they get online and get their combo started, you're not um, just getting around that combat phase of your turn. You know, being able to still deal direct damage. And you don't, uh, or you're not playing control, so you don't have to worry about it. You have an answer for everything. Mm -hmm. Th those seem like the, the safe decks, but it was really surprising to see Bogles come up on um, back. I want to go over that list real fast. Um, what do you think, Pearson? I wouldn't play Bogles in a tournament. <laughs> I still think it's a safe bet. Blue Red... Control and familiars are also but really safe. I don't know. Bogles can be fast if you play it right. Ugh. Yeah, it There's is. So many like sack of creature spells. It's just like that's true. There's a lot of mono black running around, and with Bogles, you've really got a mulligan. There's only thir thirteen creatures in this deck, so they were probably going down to four and five card hands a lot of games because I the only time I took Bogles to a paper tournament. Uh, I was doing good, and then the last game I had to mulligan down to three, and it was just a done deal. I couldn't... It was one and one. I don't remember the deck I was playing against. It's on Cape Fear Games uh, stock footage from, like, after March, sometime between March and May, probably. Either way. Yeah, that deck <laughs> is just no... 
I mean, I don't know. You gotta, you just gotta know that deck like the back of your hand if you're gonna play it. This one has four Glade Cover Scout, two Heliod's Pilgrim for finding that right, you know, that uh, Omardillo Cloak, Silhania, Silhanna Ledgewalker, three of those, four Slippery Bogle, two Commune with the Gods, one Fling. Um, yeah, that Fling in there is a kicker, but it, one Fling is a pretty un, uh, can't really count on that very many games. It's a nice addition, but I just it doesn't seem like there's a way to search into it, and there's not a lot of draw. So it's like you're gonna mulligan to have a fling in your hand. Uh, hmm. There's four abundant growth, four ancestral mask, four armadillo cloak, two cartouche of solidarity, four ethereal armor, one Nyla's presence, <coughs> four rancor, four utopia sprawl. Two Ash Barrens, one Kalini Garden, 13 Snow-Covered Forest, and one Snow-Covered Plains. Yeah, I... Yeah, I got the eight color filter lands. I don't know. The, the sideboards, of, you get another fling, two Dispel, a Flaring Pain, Life Link, two Standard Bearer, two Crimson Accolade, one Electricery, two Gutshot, two Natural State, one Young Wolf. I think elves would be fun too, but I just, I don't know. It, you, if you can't beat them, join them. We got a blue black reanimator list I want to go over. I think that's really, really cool. Props to uh, the player who brought that this week. That would be um, Carves. And also props to uh, Reptilium's list that I just read off for Bogles. Um, in love bow, of course, that list, uh, that I was hinting at earlier and, um, yeah, I don't know. Familiars, a lot of people, man, it's, it's just anybody's game right now to some degree, but Tron is weak because you can kill the board. You can kill that deck easy if you have anything in your board to deal with land just destroying their their Tron, taking out you know a tower when they have it, and then and dumping their graveyard. So if if I was gonna pick a deck other than Tron, I'd pick something that has graveyard hate main board. Maybe graveyard hate main board and also life gain main board because then, but the. Also, maybe an alt win condition besides combat, like the combat step, in case you do get locked out. Having direct damage is great. Oh, that's probably why Boros is uh, coming back. And Affinity's good too. Affinity's like Stompy, though. It's a little inconsistent. You can either have really, really great plays or just really bad plays. It's almost like night and day. You get a good hand. It's just the luck of the draw. I mean, there's a lot of gambling uh, in there, you know. Let's see, what do we got? Goblins. The Red Deck Wins deck is just basically a goblin deck with three chain lightnings and four lightning bolts and three goblin grenades. So, yeah, you got seven, seven spells that do three damage for one mana and then... Three more that deal five damage for one mana and a goblin. And there's 33 creatures in the deck. Uh, out of the 33, there's only 
eight, it looks like, that aren't goblins. I got the Mud Brawler Cohort. I can't get my hands on that card. It's like a pain in the butt. Wish I had Mud Brawler Cohorts. All right. Anyway, I don't want to bore you guys too much going on and on about this, but um, just wanted to say we're back, sort of, not as as often. We're going to be doing our own thing here. We got some some life to take care of. We can't be 100% all the time magic, but we are going to play some events, and we'll report about those. I don't know, Pearson, you got any thoughts before I turn this thing off and go find some breakfast? Um, I don't know, I'm still thinking about what to play in my head. I'm thinking that maybe Affinity or... Some sort of life theme deck. But I'm still really <laughs> confused. Because I think right now, my the ones that are sitting out in my head as being maybe strongest right now would be the Tron with Mole Drifter and Stonehorn Dignitary. Or Tron with Ulamog's Crusher. Because a lot of times when Ulamog's Crusher comes out, people like to scoop because he sucks. And then besides that, there's this uh, white-green deck life gain that I'm thinking about uh, that Ryan made, and then also maybe Stompy. Those are what I'm thinking about bringing to the tournament. I was dead set on Burn because I already have that built and because I usually have been able to win in our little mini tournament, but I don't want to get there and be playing Burn and it not be strong enough. So looking at possibly Affinity, life gain... I don't have enough cards to build Tron, so that's out of the question for me, but Ryan might bring that. All right, yeah, well, I just realized I was going to read off this blue-black reanimator deck. I'm not going to actually read the whole deck to you guys. It's made by Carbs. It's 12 creatures. You got four Augur, a Bolas, four Gurmag Angler, four Striped Riverwinder. I really think this... If I was going to build a deck, a blue-black reanimator deck, I would want to have Olamog's Crusher or Denrovahar in there because that annihilating your opponent's permanents is is game changer. That's a game changer. You can either make them pick it up and and then discard a card, or you can just get a couple of Olamogs on board. Annihilator four is really tough to deal with. I don't care what you're doing. And, like, in a mirror match, I feel like that would go well. Like, somebody's playing Stonehorn Dignitary. See, but that there is the problem. The Stonehorn Dignitary locks you out. So if you have Olmog's Crusher, you can have four on board. But if they lock you out of combat step, then you best have some counter spells or something, you know? Um, with that, we there is Mono Blue again. And Mono Blue is, uh, well, wouldn't you know it? Somebody built a mono blue deck using the Fathom Seer because Gush. We miss it. Teardrop for Gush. No Delvers in this deck. Four go- Spire Golem, four Preordain, four Counterspell, two Deprive, two Dispel, four Exclude, two Force Spike, one Ghostly Flicker, two Miscalculation, two Repeal, two Think Twice, two Relic in the main board, three Serrated Arrows, two Witching Well, 16 Island, four Mystic Sanctuary, one Quicksand, two Radiant Fountain. That's not a bad list. Just... 
I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to say that name. It's J-S-Y-V-X. Civics? I don't know. <laughs> well, how would you pronounce J-S-Y-V-X? Civics, I don't know. Okay, and with that, I just wanted to read you guys off for our little miniature tournament, how that's been going. We haven't finished it. We're just playing for our own benefit. We're, uh, we, I built a um, landfall deck that's mono green, and it's... The base of the deck, I woke up one morning and was really super stoked on uh, Whiteout. That deck is really, or that card is cool with Groundskeeper because then you can lock out any flying damage, which is kind of neat. I'm not going to talk about that deck. It's actually not that good. It was just a prototype idea. I posted it on my tapped out if you guys are interested, really. I played that against Mono Black Control. I, I played Mono Black Control while my friend Josh piloted Landfall and lost. Round two, we played Mono Black Control versus that Tron build, and Josh took it with the Tron build, um, built by M. Lovebow. Round three, I played a Tordex versus that Tron deck, and it was a very long round, but Josh got it. Round four, we played completely different decks. So I played Stompy, and he played Seven Dwarves, and I beat him. The Seven Dwarves deck is basically the red deck wins, but with Seven Dwarves in it instead of um, Goblin Grenades and Lightning Bolts and um, Chain Lightnings. Then uh, we played Mono Black Control versus... Or no, I'm sorry. We played Tron versus Affinity, and Affinity took it. That's interesting. I thought... Ron got it. And I was playing Affinity. Then we played um, M. Lovebo's Tron versus a old Moments Peace Fog Loop Tron, and M. Lovebo's Tron took it. Then we played Tron versus Seven Doors, and Tron took it. It's interesting. I did not know Affinity took Tron there. I thought Tron had pretty much won every round that it's played, but no. It lost against Affinity. I might be playing Affinity. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to say for sure what I'm playing because there might be somebody listening that decides to just to bring whatever against whatever I decide to bring. I have acquired a few haters here and there. Anywho, that's all I got for you guys. Uh, those of you working the grind this week, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, well, you, I'll give you four say, uh, four decks. And I would say Affinity, Tron, Blue Control, or Mono Black. Burn even, but... Or Stompy. Those are all safe bets, but... That's top down, in my opinion. Alright, so we are... We're gonna... We are still kind of on our vacation, but we just had to comment because... Things are starting to get interesting again. There wasn't really much to comment on in the last six weeks going on, in my opinion, with Arkham's Astrolabe. It was just basically like Oko for standard, I guess. <laughs> Although, you know, they say hindsight is twenty twenty. At the time, I thought Astrolabe was what we wanted so we could play Jund and Jeskai and any other three-color decks we wanted or four-color decks. Who doesn't like playing... I mean, if you're going to play five colors, you just have to play Affinity or Tron. Anyway. Say goodbye. Bye. Make sure to like that smash button and...
whatever Podbean has, follow us. If you want. <laughs> we do have a Patreon, and, uh, you know, if we get enough money on our Patreon, we will dedicate our lives to this. Because I was looking at YouTube just yesterday, trying to watch something, you know, trying to hear somebody talk about this, anything. And there's just a big gap. There's not... There's there's podcasts and stuff, and yeah, the professor puts out a video here and there, deck tech. But there's, for me, there's I see a gap, and I'm filling that gap. We're filling that gap. We will fill that gap. We haven't filled it quite the way to my liking, but we'll be back with some matches here eventually. Till then, ta ta. Like, subscribe, share, and donate some money on a Patreon. All right.